Radio Split Ranch. Hello and welcome once again to Radio Split Ranch, a monthly visit with your favorite radio DJs of the past and sometimes present. I'm Warren Garling when I'm not on the radio. That uh, great opening theme you're listening to, composed and played by a former radio sales professional better known for his great parodies on CDs like I'm Allergic to My Job and Selfie Absorbed, the talented Drew Jacobs. Thank you, Drew. You can find his clever work at drewjacobs.com. Well, look at this, episode two, and they said it wouldn't last. We're uh, deep diving again this month back into the 1960s, right through the early 21st century, with another old friend. I worked with at my very first radio station in Schenectady, New York, Doc Perryman. You remember his smooth, dulcet tones from many years on Northeast Powerhouse WGY. You're about to hear about his love for our industry, which sustained him for almost five decades in the capital region market. Please enjoy. So, Doc Perryman, I met you when your name wasn't Doc Perryman. That's how long we've known each other. (laughs) Yes, we've known each other probably about... 50 years? Yeah, yeah, a little more than 50 50 years years. since I started in in radio myself as a teenager. Now, if you don't mind me asking, how old were you when I met you in 1969? In 69, I was 20... Twenty-seven. Okay, you were probably pretty much senior on the staff, maybe with the exception of Don DeRosa. Yeah, with the exception of Don and Bob Stanley. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah Bob the newsman. Bob, yeah, yeah, Bob was news. Right. Uh, yeah, I was the oldest. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and uh, and and I think at the lunch that we go to, if you don't include Dick Wood showing up now and again, uh, <laughs> you may I be the. I never met Dick until oh, yeah. we got together doing the thing at Otis and Oliver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had never met him before. Yeah, yeah. So no. he's got a few years during, on us. Even he, during the years that I was at WRGB. And WGY, right, right. Um, he was I, over. He was over at Channel 10, Ten and we yeah. never got a chance to talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But met a lot of people from Channel Ten, but mm-hmm. not Dick Wood. Yep, yep. So uh, when he's not there, you're pretty much our senior guy, and uh, and there's, uh, but not to look at you. That's that's what bothers me the most, Doc. <laughs> is you 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 still? I'm sorry, you're still the guy. I, I met. am close to eighty yeah. years old. Well, that's terrific. I that's am terrific. Close to yeah. 80. yeah, yeah. Dick's got another ten years on you. He turned ninety last did year. He really? Yeah, he did. Yeah. God bless. Him. Yeah, yeah. So um, why on earth radio? Besides the fact that you have a, a wonderful voice, did somebody? tell you that early on or my mother oh yeah yeah my mother bought me a old silver tone really real tape recorder when i graduated from high school Ah, in 61 okay and i made uh tapes and uh in in doing so my father got interested in it Mm -hmm. and he started making tapes Okay, and we collectively made many, many tapes. So I've got a quite a collection of real to real. <laughs> now, what was on those tapes? Were you pretending to be a disc jockey? Uh, or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We uh, we both were doing like Ellington and Count Basie, and yeah. there wasn't a lot of us doing a lot of things back in 1961. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's true. We had our Nat King Coles, and we had our. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Carmen McRae, and we had yeah. our Abby Lincolns, and we had uh, Coltrane and a few others, but mm. there wasn't a lot of 
R&B good stuff. That's true. Uh, James Brown was about the loudest thing we could find. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he got your attention. Yeah. 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 And, you know, my, my uh, thing was that I enjoyed doing a mix of B.B. King and James Brown and uh, Sarah Vaughn and Nancy Wilson and all of those uh, people. Mm-hmm. Really not didn't get into Elvis and I had a problem. Oh, interesting. I did not like him. I'll be darned. I did not like and, the Rolling and, Stones. And yet when the, when Elvis came out, he was supposed to be a, a, a white guy that sounded black. Well, he was doing things that I, months before, I was hearing from Little Richard. Uh, that's true. True. Okay. Yes. And uh, not only he was doing his stuff, but he was doing something that Eddie James did and mm-hmm. somebody else. And, you know, I didn't like him. Okay. I really didn't. All I mean, right. I watch him now only because I like the way he used to talk. There you go. Yeah. 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 He used to talk. He had he had a talk that nobody else could, uh, you know, uh, how you say it? Duplicate. Duplicate, yeah, yeah sure. He couldn't, he sure. couldn't duplicate. Yeah. yeah, and he had a way about himself that uh, nowadays I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've actually watched more Elvis um, documentaries and, and movies of his in the last few years than I ever did when he was popular. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Me because too. If I see Elvis is going to be on, I, I look forward to watching his movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not crazy about some of those real early ones because no. he, he didn't do a real good job. With well, some. he learned, uh, like we all did, kind of by doing. You right. know, he seemed to exactly. get better along the way. Yeah. Exactly. So where did those tapes lead to What uh, you know that, that you did with your dad? Tapes stayed with us. Yeah. Uh, my father had one of the Ampex reel-to-reels, and I had the that silver tone, and I kept that... Until Ampex put out something else, and I, mm-hmm. then I bought one mm-hmm. of those, and I went up the ladder right to Sony, and, uh, <laughs> and we we got together, and uh, I've been a Sony fan, still have my reel to reel. Wow, good for you! Still have my TX. Yeah, my TX long gone. <laughs> <laughs> still, still have my silver tones. Okay, tone. yeah. cool. So um, mine actually started with a Wallen sack, believe it or not. If that, you, that knew, if you know anybody that wants real to real, I got them. <laughs> I'm so, talking. So did that turn into um, a, a demo tape for you? Is that what led you to, uh, to radio? What, what, not what made you really? Oh, okay. I well, I went into service between the time that my uh, mother gave me this the okay. uh, real to real. Right. Went into the service, and uh, when I got out. I did not enjoy working at GE. GE. Yeah. Oh, you were and GE it was about Schenectady the only guy, thing yeah. that would say, yeah. bam, you got a job. Yeah. And I was not happy about uh, punching the clock yeah. and that kind of stuff. But so, let's not skip over the veteran part. You did some time in, in Vietnam. I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. 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 63 through 64, I was in Vietnam. All right. Good yeah. for you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for your service during that time. I, I kind of enjoyed that. It was pretty cool. Well, good. Well, yeah. you got to see some of the My world. My mother cried like seven babies. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 She, when I told her I was going to Vietnam and I said, I don't know about that place. Mm. But uh, yeah. it was one of those things whereby I learned very quickly. Sure. And when um, the president got killed, mm. Kennedy, mm. I found out the day after. So wow. that was a different scenario. Yeah. And I woke up in the morning and found out our president was gone. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Wow. It was that was kind of different. Yeah. And uh, it, the the atmosphere, the temperatures, and the mm. the, um, the way well, we had a lot of bats and rats and mm. and, and, yeah, <laughs> and cats yeah, and yeah. everything back then. And, and, and at this time, a lot of America wasn't paying a lot of attention to to Vietnam. Not, it was they it was were before not. the protests. Well, they were yeah. not. I yeah. was there when we had a. I, I guess they would call it a supplemental uh, okay. uh, bunch of guys. Gotcha. There's only 23,000 of us there. Mm. But shortly after I left, they start building it yeah. up and up and up. And, yeah. you know, the rest is history. Thousands were there after yeah. that. But so, what happened when you got home? When I got home, it was, you know, go to work because my father wasn't having it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was not having it. So you're not going to sit around here. So I went down GE and I, I worked for 269. But as I mentioned earlier, I wasn't happy about punching the clock. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. figured I'd go to go to school in Korea Academy of School of Broadcasting out of Milwaukee. Ah, all right. Was my uh, yeah my bailiwag and okay. It kind of taught me how to talk and okay. You know, now, did pronounce. you actually go to Milwaukee to, no, to learn this? No, I took this? it via uh, tapes. Yeah. There I you go. It, uh, really, real tapes. Mm-hmm. In fact, they sent me a tape recorder. Whoa. Along, along with uh, <laughs> blank tapes, and I every every week would send them a tape, and then they would send me one back, and they would critique it that way. There you go. And I turned into a job with uh, WQBK. You're on Q WQBK Radio in Rensselaer, New York. That's Bobby Bennett and Days Go By. We're going to split and get for five minutes of network news. Be back on the flip side. Take care, brothers and sisters. The name of the game is right on and be free. You're on Q1300 on the dial in Rensselaer, New York. Another British soldier killed in Northern Ireland. Violence marks South Vietnam Election Day. Tom Costigan, Mutual News, New York. The Mutual Broadcasting System. WQBK 1300 Rensselaer with Dot rap about black awareness, we talk about getting together, but there's one thing I don't understand, is without respect for our women, we're nowhere, man. Black Awareness, 1971. Good goodness, outrageous, motivating, captivating, he's Marvin C., Next Sunday on WQVK, the C stands for Cold Soul. It's always exciting. It's always together and it's always something. It's the Capital District's only live soul music nightclub. The spot located at 177 Northern Boulevard, Northern New York. For soul, at its best, it's always a spot. And tonight at the spot, the sounds of the elements of fantasy. The spot at 177 Northern Boulevard in Albany, New York. You're on Q, WQBK Radio in Rensselaer, New York, 1300 on the dial. Here's Lady Soul. It's 4 p.m. Check us out, brothers and sisters, 462-5555. We'll do our best to play your requests. Oh, goodness. 
Aretha Lady Soul Franklin, Sunday afternoon soul time over WQBK Radio. It's called Spanish Harlem as we roll with the sound of Albert King and everybody wants to go to heaven. Blues time, Saturday. Check that Sunday, would you believe? With my man getting down. Good goodness. This is another Doc Perryman soulful playback. That's Laura Lee talking to her sisters on a Sunday afternoon. Stand up and fight, Mama, for your woman's love rights. This is Johnny Taylor and a thing called Hijacking Love. I'm going to send it down to Catskill, New York. I worked for WABY for a couple of years. In fact, 1967 to 69, I worked with Art Mitchell as a church reporter until I got the job at WSNY. All right, very yeah. good. Now, when you joined SNY, we, they had gone to the, the, the top 40? Uh, or they, was it... uh, they were top 40 okay, at that yeah, time, yeah. I so... guess. I was a fan of G, uh, WSNY only because as they sat across from the uh, Plaza Theater in uh, downtown Schenectady, I used to go to that place where they had the guys in the window that ah, SNY okay. was there. All right. And that was before uh, my time. We yeah. were on Lafayette. I used Street. to win records. <laughs> there you go. Didn't yeah, we all? They, you know, we we I used to win a whole bunch of records. <laughs> and that prompted my record collection, mm-hmm. which I really built up. But uh, I had a ball doing yeah. it. Yeah. If a, a song comes on the radio, I can tell you that's one that I won from WPTR or WTRY, maybe SNY. I was listening there a little yeah, bit too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you went from uh, ABY, QBK, ABY, and and, and later on, if we're going to try to add these up, I, I, there's a running tally I'm trying to do okay. as to how many interviews I do versus how many stations we worked at. I can't okay. wait to see the uh, you know the, the well, difference. Well, SNY was the third one in line. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. and yeah, then after that, at WGY. Yeah, and, and there you go, because uh, we talked with uh, Walt Fritz, and he made the same jump from SNY to uh, GY. That's pretty cool, okay. too. So at, at SNY, you got to tell people who you were uh, as a young American on WSNY. Yeah, George Washington Incorporated. Well, there, there you go. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, and of course, I heard you mention uh, Don DeRosa with Walt Fritz the other day. Yes. And uh, Don DeRosa was the only one that didn't have a young American name but uh, I can remember you know the the uh, names of the people who were presidents mm-hmm. yeah uh, and we sort of battled the storm with the fife and drums in the background <laughs> a, a lot of folks that only that lasted probably because when I joined in 69 it wasn't long after the summer of 69 that he finally you know we didn't have to play that behind us right, anymore right okay, yeah so um, I'm thinking that um, uh, you had to listen to WSNY probably between 1968 through ni- early 19, maybe mid 1969, every time we turned the microphone on, we had these fife and drum song, uh, you know, yeah, music well, they, they kind of lasted a while, I think almost to uh, 1970. Okay, all right, and, okay. at least that long, yeah. But, and that was to reinforce the young Americans, as yeah, we were, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had the early morning shift, early, early risers club, we used to mm-hmm. call it, yep. 
And I went according to how the sun came up. <laughs> so if the sun came up at 4.30 in the morning, I had to turn the transmitter on and mm-hmm. and get the and, station and, and, ready. And bump it back up. Yeah, yeah we were 1,000 watt daytime, 250 at night, I 250 think. 250 yeah, at night. Exactly. So yeah. when I first started in, in the on the first weekend I worked, it was overnights on a weekend. My folks got back to Glenville and actually couldn't hear me. Uh, <laughs> you know, that I can believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my folks uh, up in Gloversville, New York, couldn't hear me. So uh, <laughs> we were strictly Schenectady yeah. when we went yeah. down. Yeah. And uh, my wife had to listen to me if I if I was married, but I wasn't at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we uh, fun times, absolutely fun yeah. times. But I'm thrilled that both you and Walt were able to go from from this, you know, small, you know, Schenectady centric radio station to a fifty thousand watt clear channel station that at night could be heard in like you know thirty five states. I mean, that's quite the jump. So uh, tell me a little bit about. Let me you... let me tell you exactly how that happened. I I went and. Um applied for a job at GY oh back in 1969 okay before SNY okay the reason that uh, I took the SNY job is because GY turned me down the first time I went well that happens okay yeah not only that there weren't a lot of minorities doing anything mm-hmm. true both radio and television yeah. at that time so yeah if you don't mind me saying so you are probably the first man of color that I ever met, to be honest with you. And here I was, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we didn't have any uh, families in, uh, in the Burn Hills school system, mm. uh, uh, African-American families. And um, so when I met you, it was, okay, there's another part to the world that uh, I got to learn more about. And yeah. we didn't spend a lot of time together. No, Our paths didn't. didn't cross a lot. No. But, uh, but, you know, I was thrilled to be working with somebody that sounded like you on the radio. Doc, yeah. you've got... Now, when, when did that uh, puberty happen and all of a sudden? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate. Uh, my voice was uh, sort of soothing to a lot of people and irritated some. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, between the years of 69 through 63 or 73, 73 I yeah. say I sort of honed my professional hit your stride yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, you so you left top 40 sny and you wind up on not without a battle oh we, interesting we a, tell me the story a, we had a neighborhood coup because they threatened to take me off the air back in 672 oh interesting and uh i said i have to get out of here mm. so i went back to to uh gy to see whether i could get a Mm-hmm. A job not in radio, but just to see whether I get a job in, in broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Ended up with a job starting as a, um, I worked for television. Okay, so Channel 6. Channel 6 until still... 1975 okay. when I started doing split duties with GY in 75. Uh, ah. Okay, so yeah. you actually weren't on the radio from no, 73 to late 70. until 1975. I was not on the radio. Oh, ah, okay. So that right. was a battle. That and was... what were you doing at uh, Channel 6? What were you? Uh... I was a, um, how, how would I put that? Just put commercials on the air. Okay, they they were you were traf- in the traffic, traffic department. department. Okay, yeah, which in, for the uninitiated, that's what they call traffic. You know the folks that right. schedule the commercials. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you were there in the days 
Uh, th- this this bugs me still to no end when you watch TV today. You were there in the days where you made sure that two car dealerships were never back to back on TV. Their yes. commercials were always separated. Yeah. No, when, when they cared about commercials, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, uh, when it had to be thirty seconds or otherwise you get snipped off. <laughs> yeah, that, that, know, that when, too. Yeah, when political people got free advertising, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and they could call up and say. Uh, you know, we'd like to have our commercials run at such such a time. Mm-hmm. They would they would play prime prime dollars for that. Sure, sure, yeah. In a lot of cases, yeah. they never got charged for half of the stuff that mm-hmm. they did. But, so there's a job that you kind of had to learn on the job, right? They, I did. they taught you how I to did. do it. Sure. Yeah, we made the log for the entire company. Mm-hmm. So. And this is before computers. You're so you're typing all no, this stuff. No, well, it was before computers, but it was. On the borderline, we started computers. I bet and probably was seventy six, seventy seven. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So yeah. It, it it started up for us, and we had a guy who wrote a program for the station alone, mm-hmm. and it worked out good. It worked out good. Yeah. When I was, so I had a chance to learn from the black and white mm-hmm. uh, CRT right to regular computers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I we didn't bring a computer into the radio station where I was working at the time till probably 1984, 85. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we were way behind. Well, yeah. you're also working for one of the largest companies in the world at the time, GE. Up until... Um, when did they uh, sell? 77. Okay, all right. 77, 78, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. And we went from there to Freedom Broadcasting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stayed with them for almost 25 years. Yeah, when I when I worked uh, for a while on uh, 99.5, uh, which at the time was uh, WGFM, uh-huh. or actually WGYFM, it was an oldies thing. Uh, Freedom was uh, Freedom who was I signed there. on with. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was in, good uh, company. 1992, so they were around a while. Yeah, yeah, they no longer are. No, no, a lot of uh, those old owners are long gone, long yeah, gone, yeah, yeah. So what was the transition like to go from, you know, overnight, you know, popular on-air personality to creating program logs for <laughs> a TV station? Did you, did you miss immediately? Did you miss the air work? Uh, no. No? Not at, not at first? No, okay. not at all. Okay. No. Uh, I was learning a different craft. Yeah. And Got, was better like, hours. Uh, Oh, much better, <laughs> much better hours, and I had a chance to to get in to find out what broadcasting was all about because I was doing weddings and I was doing DJ hops. Oh, okay, and, okay, so I, I was out there on the side. Okay, on the side, yeah. yeah. And it was uh, it was more or less a twenty four seven situation mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we started the um, Doc Perryman overnight show mm. Saturday nights, yeah. 76 right up through to 2002 well there you go there you go yeah we lasted a long time yeah and rightfully so they lasted yeah it's 12:24. brand new from a group known as the squares tricky Marcus Miller, my best friend's girlfriend on 81 WGY, and the music rolls on. It is 1232, The Doctor and You, on the 
all new music hour at WGY Schenectady. We're up seven degrees from last hour. It is now 51 degrees in the Capital District with the winds changing from south to west out of the west at seven miles an hour. The humidity at 71% and the barometric pressure is rising at 30.01. Brand new from Patrice Russian to you. Feels so real. That's the second version of a brand new thing by General Kane of the George Clinton get-together on Capitol Records and the thing they call Where's the Beef, their version, and there's another version it will deal with maybe in the next hour. It is about 1243 right now, WGY in Schenectady, New York, from an LP called Funk Deluxe. This is She's What I Needed, Funk Deluxe. From a brand new LP. Now, did you approach them about doing no, uh, that, or did they they come to you? No, Charlie. Uh, I'm trying to think of his last name now. It'll come to me. But, okay. Uh, he uh, decided that that's what he wanted to do. There was another mm-hmm. guy doing a Sunday afternoon show called Kurt Jackson, mm-hmm. who was a friend of mine from uh, Channel Ten. He worked at. Okay. And he says, no, I want you on the air. So I did that, and then I was offered the overnights on Saturday nights from 10 a.m. until 6 a.m. in the morning. That was the longest strip. uh, Yeah. That was the longest show on on radio. So I'm sorry, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m.? 10 p.m. until 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're back to those great hours again. Yeah, wonderful hours. (laughs) But uh, it allowed me to do my own thing. Oh, yeah, I was going to say now. So to, what, what I was... didn't have to embrace what GY was doing. Okay, I do I could do my own thing. I nice could have guests to come in. I could do uh, you know a mix of soul, gospel, and jazz. Okay, which was right down where I was. Well, exactly. Yeah, you know? I mean, a lot of us aren't lucky enough now, to play the music my, that uh, my, we love. My biggest. Uh, Competition was uh, Pee Wee Harris. Okay. Back in the 70s and okay. early 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked what he was doing even before I went on the radio. Okay. And uh, he and I used to get together quite a bit. In fact, we started the Capital District uh, radio announcers back in the early 80s. Mm. Okay. That was a group of young minority people who were finally getting into college radio and finally getting into on-air w wwom i think one of okay was, yeah mm-hmm. yep yep which is no longer no longer those calls right no. yeah but and uh, uh they had a disco show which was big oh certainly late 70s that late was 70s. that was it yeah it was so much fun <laughs> it was so much fun because all around you they were doing 
disco stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and not only was I doing it, I could get it first, mm-hmm. and they would follow me, or I would follow them, and we just had a ball. Plus, that weird Mr. C's was opening up in Schenectady, okay. which was a disco club. Gotcha. And I could appear there once a week if I wanted to. Okay. And it was it was more or less a, just a, a fun time, mm-hmm. a real mm-hmm. fun time. Yeah. Plus, our apparel was quite different. <laughs> our hairdo was quite different. <laughs> true, true. Uh, <laughs> I have more hair than God. <laughs> I, I really did. But it was a fun time. It oh, it had to be. Time. Now, when you were doing the uh, so when you're doing the Sunday thing, uh, you were still obviously working Monday through Friday in the yes. traffic department. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. were you still doing some outside gigs? It sounds like yes. you were now and again. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, if I could fit it in. Yeah. Wife never saw me. <laughs> I felt bad for her after a while. I'd get home at six o'clock and leave at twelve. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Either I was playing basketball with the guys or going out on a gig. So, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, I took I, I took what I could. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And you most know. of us, uh, I'm, I'm sure this will come up in a conversation with most everybody I talk to, we usually had to work some sort of extra gig. Yeah, yeah money just wasn't, to, wasn't right. No, no never right. has been right in, no, in radio. No. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I, I wound up doing, you know, voice work, you know, commercial voice work that I get paid extra for. Right. I actually taught at the New School of uh, Contemporary Radio, it was right. called at the time. Would not let me in. Now, that's interesting. And yeah, I went there and they weren't interested. Didn't, didn't oh, wow, wow. Now, you have to get more training, I said. Oh, mm. Damn, how much more? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, know, because they hired uh, on-air jocks. They wanted yeah. people that were active Ryan in the McKnight, business. Ryan who I think has got the greatest voice I've mm-hmm. ever heard in radio, mm-hmm. um, was working there, I believe, at mm-hmm. the time. I believe so. And we uh, we got involved in the, the jazz thing back in the early 2000s. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can't even think of it. I think 102. Yeah, I yeah. It was 102. Yeah. We had a lot of, uh, it was all smooth jazz. Yeah, yeah. It was all smooth jazz at all. Which all is broadcasting. which is kind of what appeals to me, and yeah. and, and I'd imagine that's why in this market it always seemed to skew that way because they were trying for a larger audience than just the you know the jazz audience. Exactly. They, yeah, yeah. And it never worked. I no, guess. no. They, well, they didn't push it to work either. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they, I, a lot of the inner station uh, ads and stuff they, they could have used, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One of um, my great friends that uh, worked at WROW, why can't I think of his name? Uh, uh, because there's a little bit of snow on the roof up here. Yeah, I probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> like uh, me. It'll, it'll, it'll come it'll to you. It'll come me, to you, he, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he has been in the market. He had been in the marketplace forever. In a, I know his first name started with a, day, a D. I can't think of it. It'll come to it. Not, not Dave uh, Demopier. No. No, I no. But he was him. an ROW guy. No. no uh, sorry, I can't help you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just good. like call letters. Once I left radio full-time in, in 86, trying to keep track of what call letters were doing and who was doing what and why, it didn't bother me as much. You know. And, and I didn't pay attention I, as much. I found that to be very true. Yeah. And then again, sitting down like talking to you, I reminisce and... All of this stuff starts coming back, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and you're saying to yourself, "Well, oh, I remember that." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Uh, 
it was it was a fun time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fun. Well, you know, the the heyday of of top forty radio, you kind of can pick it up in the late fifties, right on through uh, the seventies, uh, mm-hmm. maybe into the early eighties yeah. before it kind of started getting very uh, choppy. Where you get stations that played, you know, just a chunk. I mean, how many different oldie stations are out there where you've got different sets of oldies, if you will? You've got, you know, classic rock versus. And back in our day, back in the sixties into the seventies. We played it all. We played Frank Sinatra followed by Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was yeah. it was all considered, you know, fodder, you yeah. know, for that. Yeah, you have to wonder why, or wonder. Yeah, well, I yeah. actually wonder why all of that rock and roll music was so popular, and the R and B parts, which damn near every commercial on television now has yeah an r&b mm-hmm. step yep. move to the groove they're either rapping or doing something exactly and uh they use it to they can't use it anymore yeah yeah it's uh you know anything to grab our attention and what's going to yeah, grab our attention is a song we remember i guess yeah. they like the idea of people shouting and singing loud and, <laughs> and funky beats and stuff like that but yeah. uh, that's what's going on yeah that's what's going on and it seems to be non-stop yeah i mean i love hearing some of the old classics being utilized that way that and true. as long as the people who Provided the music is getting paid getting paid for, for it, yep. you know that exactly. that's, it satisfies yeah. me. You know who it uh, put out of work when when it went more the direction of what we call needle drop back when you would use a popular song on a commercial uh-huh. uh, back when we had needles touching records uh-huh. is um, I have a, a stepbrother who wrote commercial jingles. Really? Yeah, and he kind of got put out of work because you know come around oh probably the nineties maybe into the uh, this. Uh, this century, um, they, more and more using recognizable music rather than coming up with yeah. a jingle. Yeah, and uh, and he did some great jingles along the way, but uh, and and you know paid for his uh, you know house in in Westfield or Westport, Connecticut. You know, but um, but he wound up uh, basically out of work writing commercials because uh, writing commercial jingles because they went to using the more you know popular stuff popular that we connect stuff. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People people like. Uh, the popular songs yeah. coming through. So, so tell me a little bit about the the, the folks that you worked for along the way. And you know, I don't need. You know, and I'm, I'm thinking. I always think positively, and I guess that's because I never really had a bad program director. I never had anybody that I really butted oh, heads with. So, yeah. so I'm talking the the person you reported to along along the way. You had some good folks that you worked for along the way. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. Mike Neff was one of them. Okay, uh, at WGY. At WGY. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he was there probably through most of my career at mm-hmm. w- WGY. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he's passed away. Yeah, but he had quite the tenure uh, there, absolutely. Don DeRosa and I never got along. <laughs> and yet never. you worked for him for quite for a few years. Three, for almost yeah. four years. Yeah. yeah. I went from the young Americans to having my own show at WSNY because of oh, okay. the neighborhood wanting so much soul music and stuff. Cool. Yeah, so... They uh, they went around and marched and carried around. Really, it was quite it was quite interesting. You had some supporters out there. Yeah, I had a lot of them. Days of picketing. Yeah, they picketed (laughs) and 
wrote letters and stuff, and he and, and, and it worked. Hafer was the yes the general manager, then, yeah, and, yeah. And general manager, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he decided to keep me, so I was right there. Nice, yeah. very nice. Got cool. my own show with my own name. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Music for the soul. There's the there's the step right yeah. there to be able to use your own name. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had good hours <laughs> and, and better but hours, it, but it that. was low power. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, along those lines, was George Washington the only other name you ever used on the radio, or do you yeah. have some others? Yeah, no, yeah? George cool. Washington yeah. was the only other one. And when did you become Doc? They weren't calling you Doc back when you were a teenager, were they? Uh, no, I just picked it up. My uncle's name was his little uh, thing flirting around with the, the ladies in his life. Was Doc. So okay. I, I picked it up there. All right. And used it ever since. Yeah. Horace was not working. You know, I'm I'm glad you mentioned it. I wasn't gonna mention your real name, but uh <laughs> but I'm glad you did because when I when I saw what what did I see? You sent me something or I but I saw the real first name and I said, Well, that's the first I remember seeing it. Yeah. That's why he goes by Doc. Yeah. <laughs> Horace no, that just was didn't not a radio connect. name. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was not a radio name. <laughs> but uh hey. You it's worked. What you got to do it. Yeah, it's, it's worked. worked. Yeah. yeah, and we and everybody still remembers. Uh, you know, my my wife who you know decided to uh, leave the building so she didn't have to worry about making noise here in the house uh-huh. while we're recording. Uh, she said, "Now, now, Doc, he's he's the guy that uh, used to work at WGY, right?" So I mean, she remembers you from yeah. all those years ago. Absolutely. No, that that's the good part about the whole deal. Yeah. Uh, people remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, it makes me feel good. Oh, it sir, it should. It should. I, I don't know if you remember the night, but you um, played music for one of our holiday parties when I first went to WGY uh, FM. So it would have been 1994 oh, yeah. or 95. Oh, yeah. Over at the Mohawk, Mohawk Club. And I, yeah, yep, exactly. Yep. And uh, and we had everybody from WGY and, and the FM. Wonderful food. And, and, and uh, it was great. Yeah. And, and I look over, and you're behind the turntable. Well, I knew there were turntables at the time. Um, it was, it, it, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. And I said, "Oh my God, it's Doc!" So we were able to, you know, reconnect for yeah. a little bit there. That was the hard. That was the hard part back in when we had seventy eights and stuff like that. Mm, mm. That well, was imagine. like ridiculous. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Until we turned to CDs and um, uh, cassettes. Yeah, yeah. That made it a little easier. They they were not as heavy as vinyl. No, you know, no. so yeah, yeah. I could bring twice as much music. Yep. Yep. And uh, and then then they had their radio things. It's so easy. Simple. These oh, guys, these these days with a laptop, you're in business. A, you know, laptop up and yeah, let it play for you. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually needed a decent sized car between you know sometimes having to bring your own amps and and mixers and everything uh, and and then all the music right. on uh, everything from 45s to albums to like you say it got a little easier when it went to cassette probably yeah. a little easier when it went to CD for a short time before you know uh, it was easier computers. when it went to many disc when a lot of people don't remember ah, that many okay. disc was a yeah. was a phenomenon yeah it was it didn't last long short lived yeah yeah it didn't last long well many disc DATs DTA, D D A T. That's mm-hmm. what they were. Dat, yeah, that's yep, yeah. yep. I remember them. And uh, being the collector as I was, I got a little bit of everybody's mm-hmm. uh, DCCs. Jeez, <laughs> I was me and me and Radio Shack and uh, Side and Sound down on Erie Boulevard. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I used to go to them people once a week. I'd make sure that I knew what was going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I finally had to buy my own stuff, I got picked up York stuff, and it was like, 
yeah, this is what this is it. This is what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Now, toward the end, were you still doing everything live, or did you wind up doing some voice tracking into the two uh, thousands when you were uh, doing your at thing? GY? At GY, yeah. I was there live, live every, the whole time, every Saturday night wow. for twenty two, twenty two years. I think wow. I missed I missed a few, mm-hmm. uh, and I had a young lady come in and replace me. Mm-hmm. But very, very few shows that I missed over 20-something years. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. It was a long haul, but I enjoyed it. So. Mm-hmm. Now, GY had to be, uh, I asked Walt this question about the kind of equipment we've used over the years. Was, you know, GY probably, you know, the best setup that you ever worked with? Yeah. 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 I Without figured. a doubt. Yeah. Uh, QBKs was very <clears throat> similar, but it was in a smaller version. Uh, and I never turned tables at... Uh, that um, W-A-B-Y, S-M-Y was like. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture recently that somebody sent, <clears throat> and I remember the um, the uh, uh, cart players, okay, the cart machines being above, uh, maybe above or just below the board. board. Maybe it was yeah, below the were, board. Yeah, below the board. Yeah, and uh, that somebody sent a picture, posted a picture on Facebook, and I noticed that only two out of the three that I remember having there were working. There was a blank spot there. And I said, well, that sounds about right. If it didn't work, they just took it out. They didn't replace it. They didn't fix it. They just took it away. Yeah, that, yeah why not? We didn't have the money to fix it. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's that was part of the... Part of the charm for a lot of us was just the the fact that every station was a little different. And uh, when you'd go to some place and they'd have some new equipment or they'd say, we're getting some new equipment, it was like, you know, your birthday. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, was. You to, yeah it was. Exactly. I yeah. can remember, and I, I want I want to make sure some of your listeners, back in when I first started at GY, I had an engineer. I had somebody that played my music for me that uh, gave me cues oh, wow. on what to say yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. that I would make sure that I did all of the um, the, the ads. The spots that had to be there. Yeah, exactly. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, because I've never worked in that situation. Oh, yeah. That was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Engineer would would screen my phone calls and all of that stuff. Nice, nice, yeah. But then around 77 or 78, it, it, it all disappears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, cutbacks. 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 Uh, union changed, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't lose anybody, but they just all had something else to do. Mm-hmm. And of course, WGFM was across the hall, mm-hmm. and uh, that was their baby then. Yeah. 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 Well, FM was starting to yeah you know, come into its own. Come into its own. Yeah. 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 So it was. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Now, when you came back, um, you know, from uh, from service, was there anything else? Of course, you did, you were GE. Did you think of doing anything else outside of, of radio? Was where, where were you? No. Where, you think you would have been no, headed I, anywhere I else? Wanted no, to, this I wanted was it. to continue yeah. uh, doing some radio work. Yeah. Um, it's funny, I never, while I was overseas and while I was in uh, uh Fort Dix for quite a while and up in uh, up in um, camp that place up there in, in Watertown uh, Watertown yeah we yeah got yeah. it yeah Fort Drum Fort Drum I was up in I was up there for six months I never thought about radio until I got out of uh, got out of the service and okay. I had to go to work for for had to I mean it was almost like they was like begging people to come down there and work 
Mm. It was really mm. different back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. We had about 10,000 people down there. But 269 was where they made uh, tubes and stuff. Okay. Uh, for these big machines for the generators. Okay. And uh, they needed people to weld these tubes together. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was doing. But I, like I said, I yeah, didn't like the idea that they were looking over my shoulder 24 oh, yeah. 7. Yeah, yeah. And I said, well, I got to get out of here, go to school, go yeah. to school full. <laughs> good, good. Well, I'm, I'm, we're obviously we're all the better for it. We're very yeah. happy that you did. Yeah. Is there anything along the way that you have done any differently looking back? Uh, a different turn you would have taken, or a different thing you might have said to I somebody. I wish I could or, have. I wish I could have got some daytime radio in. Okay. I wish I could have been a Harry Downey or Ellie sure. uh, Pankin or <laughs> uh, Don Weeks. I wish I could have been that kind of uh, thing, but. They weren't playing the music that I I was wanted True. that I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. I I used to like Downey's music in the morning sometimes because he mixed up the little Sinatra and mm-hmm. stuff together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but even at that, there were some performers out there that made Sinatra sound bad. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I wish that uh, yeah. that they had done the thing like we have now. You got uh, you got your uh, modern day jazz, you got your mm. kids' music, and in between, you got some R&B. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. least they have a chance to play some of that. Yeah, and they didn't have a chance to do that back in the day. Mm-hmm. And records were coming out like, oh, it was unbelievable. Mm. Mm-hmm. How many records were out back then mm-hmm. from 70 to 80? Wow. Bunches. Yeah, you still got the collection? Still have it. Whoa. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. <laughs> that I want to get rid of. Yeah. I've gotten rid of some of it, but not most of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. My LPs went the way of the wind many, many years ago. Did you really? Yeah, get rid I did. Of them? And my my son, uh, who's now forty two, I guess. Um, he got upset that I didn't at least save the uh, album covers, some of the artwork. Yeah. And, and I hadn't thought about that yeah. because that was really a part of it as, as well, part of the whole. I have a lot of biographies okay. of, of uh, performers, okay. pictures, black and white only ah, uh, okay. of, of performers. And I was selling those, you know, mm. along with the baseball cards I used to have. <laughs> uh, and I, I was a collector. I'm, yeah, I'm the collector's collector. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was a stamp man. I had railroad, uh, HL railroad stuff. Oh, there yeah. you go. And I really enjoyed doing that. Yeah. Filled my whole cellar up with that kind of stuff. <laughs> In the meantime, I was still doing DJ work. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. I was full. I yeah. was full. I had a lot of things to do. Now, was it full retirement when you left uh, GY or, and, and Channel 6? Yeah. yeah? yeah. Okay. And, when, and that was a few years I back. I left 2002. Okay. Gave me a wow. party that was unbelievable down at yeah. the Van Dyke back in the day. Okay. And yeah. And picked me up in a limousine. And Whoa. Yeah, I had it. I was living. Yeah, yeah. I was living. I had a good time. Uh, yeah. Now, they, was that when the Dame folks owned us, or was it after they were gone, Dame know, Media? Freedom was still there. Oh, Freedom. Okay, you were Channel 6. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking radio side. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. Freedom was still, was still... Well, then, obviously, because you'd been there for so long with them. I mean, yeah, you, you know, yeah. That was very nice of them to, uh, yeah. well, to remember I, not that. Not only did GY, I mean, um, General Electric picked up part of my 
pension. Oh, there you go. Did, uh, Freedom picked up the rest of it. Nice. So, uh, that made it really good. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so. so when you left Channel, when you retired from Channel 6 and, and Freedom, you were still doing some of the GY uh, you know, music. You said, didn't you say till 2006? Uh, well, no. I, I When I got out of radio, I was out for good. Okay. okay. Uh, 2000. 2000, I start working at the Smooth Jazz Operation over in Lake. Okay, okay. Uh, and that lasted a couple of years. Um, okay, so. I, I loved that. That was that was my bailiwick. I yeah. really liked that. And then it was time to retire. I suppose. Yeah, well, you know. I, I retired early at 62. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that? No, no. In fact, I, I feel bad for the people that are 62 and have to wait till they're 65. Yeah, which was me. I, get, I waited till then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To start picking up Social Security because yeah. you never catch up. No, no, you don't. You no, don't. No. You don't. You never catch up. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm looking forward to the, the rest of my life. Well, just sure, being, sure. Yeah. What what takes up your days? What uh, what uh, keeps you busy? Uh, since the pandemic, uh-huh. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I mean, no. a lot of friends don't want to be friends no more. Yeah, you know? bad, yeah. But I started a group of guys that uh, they get together on weekends and uh, just to see one another. Well, good. You know? Yeah. And uh, along with your group, and then yeah. we've got the WRGB retirees group. True. Yeah. Three yeah. times a month, I got something going. There you go. You know, yeah. So yeah. Those kind of things keep me busy. I'm a member of AMVETS number 35 out here in Gilderland. Excellent. Down the road yeah. from here on Comrade Road. Right. And we meet once a month. So good. Yeah. We stay busy. Yeah, stay yeah. Busy. And I think when when we first reconnected uh, at this lunch that people keep referring to, it's it's a uh, a lunch that we named after a guy that was fired from WGY back in the seventies, Louis. And I forget, keep forgetting Louis's last name. Bob Cudmore could tell you. Oh, I know Louis. You know who you're talking the, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and this this lunch started with folks uh, that were strictly you know GE broadcasting people that were let go, that were fired. Okay. And then over the years, it's developed and, yeah. and grown into a I different. I kind of like you where know, you group, guys are but, at uh, now because a lot of these guys I didn't know. Yeah. But yeah. uh, now today, and then you competed against them. Yeah, I um, I brought something that I wanted to show you. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, it's <laughs> is that a that baby fall. picture it's of yours in there? That's my son. Oh, your son. Son's okay, son, all right, Wayne. all right. <laughs> I think I left it inside that the packet. I gave oh, okay, you. all right. Let me let me. I got to get that out of there because. Uh, all right. Let me see. When I went to put these uh, CDs back in there, it felt like something was was uh, in here. No, I don't know. I'm not seeing anything. Is it inside one of these? Yeah, it's inside one of those. Oh, okay. All right. He's uh, brought some uh, CDs for me, so yeah. we can uh, drop some stuff in. Okay. Uh, you know, in uh, post production, as we call it, in the biz. And what have Cooperstown. you got? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cooperstown, would you believe they? I, I went down to Cooperstown and played for the WGY All Stars. Wow! Back and uh, I don't know when that picture was taken. Mm. And, and it, it's a it's a it's a card. It's it looks like a you know the, it looks your like typical bubblegum card. Bubble well, I card, made yeah. a copy because the yeah. guy who had the card, I didn't want to take it from him. Okay. And he wanted to keep it. Okay. And I wanted to find out whether it was worth any money or not. Well, it says here you played from uh, 86 through 88 of the three years they put on here. Yeah. And uh, it says you were a pitcher and first base, six foot two. I can attest to that. He's got a couple of inches on me. 
<laughs> and uh, and a handshake that to beat all. So you uh, must have uh, had a, a good. Ba- this is this is really neat, isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. And now the, let and me let me give you a little background. Please on that. do. This We're, man found uh, the card itself inside a wall of a house that he was excavating. Are you kidding me? I am serious as a heart attack. And he brought it to my house because he knew me. Jeez. And you know what his name was? Doc. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 There, uh, there were some docs along the way in, yeah, in baseball, too. Yeah. 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 That, his name was Doc. And he brought that card. So I just made a copy of it. WGY All Stars Cooperstown Baseball Card Company. So wh- where was the photo actually? Where Okay, where was the photo actually uh, taken with you? Probably uh, in Cooperstown. In Cooperstown. Because we did play Jeez. in the Hall of Fame uh, Cooperstown Stadium. Hall of Fame uh, in the stadium? Yeah. yeah, we did play in the How stadium. How cool is that? Yeah. That is pretty neat. I didn't miss something. That yeah. is really something. Yeah, that, that I'm going to take with him. Yeah, don't let it out of your sight. I handed it back to him in yeah. case you couldn't figure out that's what I was doing. Um, well, you know, it, it's some of the stuff you've, you uh, you know, the memorabilia you brought today is cool. What is this year? This, uh, this kind of stuff, I got uh, not only did a proclamation from the city, but one from the New York State Legislature, the Schenectady County Legislature. Nice. That kind of stuff. I yeah. a lot of that. Outstanding of contribution that. of civic service to your community as a recipient of the Brothers of St. Paul's Humanitarian of the Year Award. How cool is that yeah. back in 2005? Yeah. Good for you. Award and everything. Yeah, nice certificate here. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. When when we, uh, I guess that's where I was going uh, a moment ago. Uh, when we first reconnected at this lunch, I asked, you know, what was keeping you busy, and you were involved with a lot of uh, things in the community that I was happy to see. Yeah. You know, that's that's important yeah, to give well, back. I, I'm in Rotary. Cool. Uh, that is now. I, I I'm sort of a. Um, I don't know what you call those people who are. I, I don't go to meetings anymore. <laughs> okay, all right. My, I put my name but, but down there. But your name is permantently on yeah, there, like yeah, emeritus or something like that. And then yeah, I'm yeah. on the Schenectady County Housing Authority Board. Excellent. And it's something my father was doing before he passed away. Yeah. And he just gravitated over to me, so... I, I'm happy to do that. Hmm. Besides my work with um, uh, public TV for many years, I volunteered and then I worked for them for full time for a while. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, was involved with the National Kidney Foundation and Alzheimer's and, oh, and a few other great. organizations. You, the 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 giving comes back to you in so many great yeah. different ways. In addition How'd you to find the Alzheimer's? Uh, um, it was a very good group. I, I was, was only with them for about member? four years. No, absolutely. And, and not with kidney either. It was just connecting with the right people at the right time yeah. and, uh, and and getting involved with their uh, you know, charitable um, you know, fundraisers. And then all of a sudden finding myself on the board and uh, I wound yeah. up nationally on the board of wow. Kidney Foundation. Yeah, wow. And locally was only about three or four years with the uh, local uh, chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, but uh, you know, since then, you know, I've known some people that have gone through my it. My father's, my father had it, oh, and uh, sorry, I was at quite a few of the Alzheimer's uh, presentations where gotcha. they were trying to get people to mm-hmm. to join, mm-hmm. I, and that was back in the eighties. Okay, there you go. Okay. Yeah, my, mine was in the uh, early two thousands. I, I will say this: even though I was working for you know P- a PBS station, which is you know, not really a, a charity, but it's certainly it's a not-for-profit. Um, 
they uh, encouraged us to get involved in other community events mm. and uh, and you know be involved. And so I knew some knew some folks that were doing work with uh, Alzheimer's and said I would jump on board. You know, there for a while it was great. Oh, yeah. Great. And the only reason I got out of it is that I I changed. Uh, I eventually left. Uh, public broadcasting and went into a job that just needed a little bit more of my attention. Yeah. And I really didn't have the extra time at the time. So, you know, when I retired, I decided to go into haberdashery. <laughs> okay. I, I sold clothes. Did you? I did. All I worked, right. I worked over on Union Street in Schenectady. All right. At Simon's Men's Shop. I remember Do that Simon's Men's Shop. Yes. Simon's Men's Shop. I yeah. worked there for a couple of years. Good for you. And uh, it was just like, I don't feel like I want to stop working. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But finally I said, wake up. I did retail. You don't have to get up. I did retail only once. Yeah. And believe it or not, same thing. I worked for, um, it, it's now uh, owned by Men's Warehouse, uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph A. Jo- Banks. Okay. Yep. yep. I worked okay. for them in Stuyvesant Plaza part-time for, oh gosh, maybe not even a whole year. No kidding. Yeah, but I needed some extra money on the side. Yeah, me too. Believe it or not, somebody that used to be in radio sales was now working, you know, as the manager of that store, and he's the one that brought me in and and helped me, you know, make a paycheck for a while when I was looking for full-time work. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but boy, retail, I'm sorry, I'll stand behind a microphone for six hours, but put me on the floor of a store for six hours on my feet? Nah. I was going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I have to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those uh, one of those things. That I, I, I enjoyed the work because I liked the people. That I worked, uh, Mr. Simon was a nice people. Mm-hmm. Good. Very Good. nice. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that kind of work. Excellent. Well, Doc, this has been just terrific catching up and, and hearing more about yeah. uh, you know, what you've done with your life and uh, and the fact that you're still uh, happy, healthy, and uh, and retired. I mean, uh, if I had found out how fun retirement is, I would have done it a long time ago. Myself. Well, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's, you know, you have your ups and downs. Oh, sure. And, you know, my yeah, significant yeah. other is, is my heart. There you go. And uh, yeah. without uh, without her pushing me, I would probably not even be here to say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I enjoy retirement. Good, yeah. good. Well, it seems to be agreeing with you. Yeah. And I will continue to try to uh, schedule lunches when you don't have two other lunches to go to. Occasionally we miss you. I'm uh, just about all all the time. (laughs) Uh, Just about all the times. I know I've missed a couple of meetings. And, uh, but well, when, when that Otis happens, Oliver, we just... I like I like it. Yeah, we, we enjoy it over there, yeah. Now, I'm bringing her on Tuesday night. Oh, excellent. Your okay. significant other. All right, I'll look okay. forward to it. Very right. good. Once again, Doc, thank you very much. Thank you. For your time. Appreciate it. Okay, Warren. Radio Split Ranch. You would be hard-pressed to find a nicer, more giving gentleman inside or outside of broadcasting than that man right there. So much fun talking to Doc Perryman. If you're keeping count, Doc worked for only five sets of call letters in his storied career, which brings our two-disc jockey total to 12 radio stations between our first two interviewees. We're going to keep a running total, just for fun, uh, to try to discourage young people from throwing away their lives trying to succeed in radio. I'm just kidding, sort of. Um, And that's it for this month, if you don't count what follows. Yet another of the more than 50 CDs I have filled with air checks of Chris Warren over the years. We're going back almost 40 years this time, so look out for whiplash there. Um, 1984 
one of my 12 years playing country music back when it was really country music at WGNA in Albany, New York. Uh, A couple of highlights to listen for here. First, there's a sports report from a great guy I taught at the New School of Contemporary Radio who went by the name of Rick James on the air. He was a school teacher at Rensselaer High School and did morning sports reports for us before heading off to his full-time gig. And uh, listen for my mention of a feature I stole, um, borrowed from uh, mid-1960s W. WTRY. You may remember when Rick Snyder used to ask you to voice your choice every weeknight on the station for new music being added to the station's playlist. As program director at GNA in the 80s, I borrowed the idea, hoping it was past the statute of limitations to be sued. I started running the air check machine while Chris Lamley, calling himself CK on the air because we already had a Chris on the station, yours truly, uh, he was finishing up his overnight shift. Uh, by the way, you can still catch Chris playing country music on WOKO-FM in Burlington, Vermont, where he's been on the air for the last 25 years. Till next time, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Have a great one. Today's country, FM country, GNA, Kenny Rogers and crazy from his uh, brand new album, What About Me? That's long play country this hour. Three and a half away from six o'clock and Chris Warren is over to my right. Their left. Your left, or if, well, if you're watching in stereo, it's a different uh, <laughs> side of the road. I don't know, but anyway. That's the same shirt you had on last night at bowling. What do you think? Ooh. I go ahead. I only have one shirt. What can I say? No, I <laughs> came directly from the bowling alley to, to work. I'm a dedicated person. I. You'll be happy to know Chet Good bowled your third game did for he, you. Did he really? Yeah. Did he bowl as good as I? He hadn't picked up a bowling ball in six years. And he still probably bowled better than I did. Once we showed him which direction to throw it, he was fine. (laughs) Well, you'll hear about all that bowling news and much, much more. Chris Warren up at 6 o'clock. See you tonight at midnight. Take care. Like a young and courageous fool. With the music of America, here's Chris Warren. Did she call me a light drizzle? Is it no? Oh, okay. I thought that's what you'd call. Well, four minutes after six o'clock. How are you this Tuesday morning? Chris on the radio with Ronnie Millsap from 1979. You're back on my mind. FM Country G-N-A 7 minutes after 6 o'clock with Chris on the radio till 10 this morning or until the boss finds out what I'm doing to his bowling team on Monday night. Well, we'll talk about that later. Rick James will be in. Here are the Bellamy Brothers. He's the world's greatest lover. Now winner and still champion. He's the world's world's greatest lover on FM Country G-N-A. Bellamy Brothers. Oh, now we're going to talk in a different language. Okay. Of course, you understood every word of that. 11 minutes after 6 o'clock on a uh, Tuesday morning, 23rd of October is here. 50 degrees, a little light drizzle this morning, and then we'll get some uh, brightening skies this afternoon. That must mean the sun's coming back. In Today's country, FM country, GNA, George Strait does Fort Worth ever cross your mind. 616 with Chris and a light night in sports last night, especially on the lanes I was bowling in. 
In other sports action in the NFL, the Rams beat the Falcons 24-10. No games in the AHL or the NHL last night. Tonight, Canadians are Quebec, Vancouver at New York, Hartford at Calgary. Details at 45. She's got away with 107.7 FM Country GNA. John Anderson, and she sure got away with my heart from his album, I Have a Hurricane. 19 after 6, 619 with Chris 50. And a little drizzle this morning, very light drizzle. Do be careful, the roads are still a little wet. And I am here until 10 o'clock this morning, fresh from a great breakfast this morning. I want to tell you, 1% milk on pre-sweetened cereal, imitation butter on diet bread. I think it'd be tastier if maybe I pretended to eat in the morning. Yeah. Committee to elect Judge John Perkinson. Good morning, Stuyvesant. Your FM country weather forecast. little drizzle early this morning. Skies brightening this afternoon, high near 60. Cloudy periods and cool tonight and tomorrow. Still chance of some showers. Low tonight about 45. And a high tomorrow about 55. A little more seasonal right now. We have some drizzle, cloudy skies, and 50 degrees. Sure 107.7 FM Country, GNA. Don Gibson from 75, and there she goes. I wish she'd fallen a well or something like that. 6.23, a Tuesday morning with Chris. Put another notch in your belt. Here's Susan Ray, brand new. Well, I hope Today's country, FM Country, GNA. The whites are next. Looking for those pins and needles again. P 107.7 FM Country, GNA, today's country from the Whites and their album Forever You. Big birthday party for Victor Borga, uh, the musician and comedian, arrived by Rolls-Royce at a high school in Greenwich, Connecticut, his hometown. He was accompanied by uh, Motorcade and a drum and bugle corps, and the Municipal Symphony threw him a party to honor his 75th birthday. There was only one major hitch. His birthday was January 9th. The orchestra's president said she just found out this summer and decided that he should have a party anyway. Could you get that high school on the phone, please? Mine was July 25th. I figured that I should have mine someplace in January. 1077 FM Country GNA going back a little bit with Kenny Rogers, 1969, and Reuben James, 23 and a half before 7 o'clock with Chris. And it is time to play our McDonald's Halloween trivia game. I've got a booklet of 12 coupons to give away, good for children 12 or under to redeem at your local McDonald's for great dessert treats like McDonald's Land cookies, mm hmm, ice cream, fruit pies. I'm getting hungry again. Approximate retail value $4.50. Now, to win, all you have to do is know the answer to today's Halloween trivia question as announced by Chad Good yesterday afternoon between 4 and 6 p.m. If you're the first person through with that answer at 518-283-4800, you'll win. Here's today's McDonald's Halloween trivia question. Good one from movie buffs. In the movie The Owl and the Pussycat, what Halloween costume did George Siegel put on to scare away Barbara Streisand's hiccups? Remember that movie? Or perhaps you were listening to Chet and he had the answer for you yesterday in the movie. The Owl and the Pussycat. What Halloween costume did George Siegel put on to scare away Barbara Streisand's hiccups? If you've got the answer, 283-4800 is the number to call and win from McDonald's and FM Country GNA. There's only one. Keep in mind, one winner per family in this contest. Somewhere in here, I'm supposed to tell you, there it is. The auto racing scene is sponsored in part by the Northeast Truck Center, home of the Roundup Restaurant of the Northeast Country Store. Northeast Truck Center is located on Route 9 in Skodak. 21 and a half before 7 o'clock. Going back to 68, Connie Smith. 
1077 FM Country GNA. Sending out congratulations to Karen Morehouse of Mechanicville. Young Karen just won herself the booklet of 12 McDonald's treats coupons in our uh, McDonald's trivia question. She knew the answer. Had a couple of folks call in that weren't quite sure. Took a shot at it and didn't quite get it. But that's all right. That's what the game's all about. Do listen, however, to Chet Good this afternoon. He'll have tomorrow's answer for you between 4 and 6 o'clock. Karen Morehouse of Mechanicville, thank you. Congratulations. And keep it right here at the top of your FM dial. GNA, where it pays to stay. How you doing in Delhi this morning? Got your FM country weather forecast calling for a little drizzle this morning. Skies will brighten this afternoon. That means a little sunshine, I guess. High near 60. And cloudy periods. Cool tonight and tomorrow. Chance of some more showers. Low tonight about 45. High tomorrow only 55. We're getting into the more seasonal temps here this 23rd of October. 50 degrees. Still some drizzle outside. Drive carefully. 1077 FM Country, GNA, the feeling's right tonight. Marvel Feltz from 1977, 11 before 7 o'clock. Tuesday morning in the country with Chris this October 23rd. Happy to have you along. Are uh, little William and even smaller Harry getting in the way of Charles doing family business? This is not a soap opera, folks. We're talking about Prince Charles. People Magazine says, yes, the prince has become such a doting father that he's cut way back on the personal appearances that are the stock in the trade of uh, Britain's royal family. Now, the magazine says the royal babe's paternal granddad, Prince Philip, berated Charles about it recently and that some engagements have been added to Charles' schedule. That's, that's nice. But I think they should leave the dad alone. Uh, come on, you're only young once. My five-year-old told me that just last night. It's a good time. Today's country, FM country, G. Mickey Gilly, your love shines through from just last year. Here's Mickey's neighbor down in Pasadena, Texas, Johnny Lee. He's working for a living. Someday's going Today's country, FM country, GNA, Johnny Lee working for a living. And now the continuing saga of the invasion of the garbage giant mounds threatening the ancient city of Athens. Did you read about this? Two rubbish dumps are overflowing with more than 20 million tons of garbage. Millions um, accumula accumulated, I should say, over 15 years. I should say, but I never do. The dumps are not only growing larger, their borders are moving toward the city. Drivers in one area keep their windows closed as they speed by this reeking refuse. Athens officials say they're having conferences on moving at about 25 miles further. They should just move the city. I mean, Athens is in ruins anyway. Right? Some have said. Good morning, six minutes after seven o'clock. A drizzly Tuesday morning. We'll get over that with great music from Eddie Rabbit. Sing about it on Today's country, FM country, GNA, Eddie Rabbit. Nothing like falling in love. Getting the seven o'clock hour underway musically at nine minutes after the hour. Here's Mo and Joe, the boys' night out. Today's country, FM country, GNA, Mo and Joe. And their latest from their latest album. Little drum action. There it is. I knew it was in there somewhere. I never forget a drum. It's 11 minutes after 7 o'clock Tuesday morning with Chris. Uh, Rick James will be in in a moment. We'll talk about what's going on sports-wise. Of course, he has a full report at 7.45 this morning. 107.7 FM country, GNA. There's Reba McIntyre. How blue. Well, it's dark blue, isn't it? Dark blue, yeah. Nice sweater, yeah. Dark blue tie. Yes. Little little blue lines in the shirt. Isn't You're just nice color coordinated today, today yes. I'll tell you. Well, how are you, Dick Weber? <laughs> Dick Weber. The reason I said that because that'll be bowl, the day. Bowling, bowling last night. He did have a good game. Well, I. We always know. we'll always intro to that when you have a okay. good round. All right. Yeah, I, I did all right. I had uh, kept my average. I think maybe good. maybe uh, you know up a pin. Who knows? Good. Good. So that wasn't too bad. I, you know, I mean, I'm doing fine. We still lost all four games last night. You know, there are three games in the match, but. Um, 
you know, it's it's you know when you bowl your average, you feel bad when the rest of the guys don't. It's how you play the game. No, it's how Jimmy it's how Jimmy Barnett bowls the game. Blame him, eh? 109. Jimmy Barnett had last night, and I told him I was going to tell everybody on the air. Jimmy's Jimmy's our jinx. We've won one and a half games since Jim joined the team. And uh, we really feel that it's uh, he's the jinx. It could be. could be. We'll have to sit down and talk to him and see what we can do. He's got the highest that. average on our team and the highest average on the team he bowls on on Sunday nights in another league, and yet, and yet bowls 109s. Oh, you know. well, one of those nights. And you got a yeah. late. You went to bed late last night. So did we. And I, I watched the Rams last night. That's my team. Well, so I knew I you would up stay late up. Yeah. Watched yeah. the Rams. And they... Not too exciting offensively, but enough to win 24 to 10, and they're a, they're a good bad. solid team. Yeah, the yeah. defense is playing well, and their special teams are real good. So uh, I'm what's, pleased. What's their record now? Then? Five and three. Five and five three. And, three, and uh, they got a shot. They play the 49ers twice now in the remaining eight games, so they've got a good shot at it. Good. Good team. Other sports news, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, it's no night yet. It was no National Hockey League last night. No the NBA, of course, American hasn't started hockey, yet. Yeah. And that'll start, um, I believe, this week. In fact, there's a NBA, Hall of Fame really? game on tonight. Uh, oh. The Celtics play... Um, Utah, I believe, in Springfield. Oh, so that, that game will be, be good. on cable for the the fans if they want to get an right. early season basketball game in. And it's not that far away, I suppose. If you if there no really, and there are tickets available. available. Sure, yeah. there are tickets available, and that's a good game. It's only about an hour and a half away to Springfield. Sure, and uh, you see the Celtics. Not everybody wants to see the Celtics. You got it. Other than that, uh, some some depressing news, I guess, in football. You'd have to say Billy Sims is out for the year, the great Ooh. running back for the Lions mm. because of knee surgery. But he, they are optimistic he'll be back. But the uh, bad news is Kellen Winslow of the San Diego Chargers. They are questioning whether he'll be back at all next year to play. Oh, His wow. uh, knee injury was so severe that he received in the game against the Raiders on Sunday. Mm. So we're hoping they have a speedy recovery for Kellen. You don't know. You know, mm-hmm. he just does one of those things, the mm-hmm. football. And you, I heard you a few moments ago getting some commentary ready on boxing. Yeah, we're uh, going to mention the boxing. I'm not a, I like boxing. You know, I sit down and watch it and watch Hagler win the other night. But mm-hmm. the people that run those organizations, I think, are a little strange <laughs> because now they're taking away Hagler's title because he didn't want to fight 15 rounds. He never lasts more than five anyway. He punches somebody <laughs> out. So I don't know what they're worried about. But we're going to okay. go into that in about a half an hour. Sounds good. Rick James on the morning sports line, half an hour from now on your place in the country. GNA, here's Sawyer Brown. Leona. Today's country, FM Country GNA, where you can choose the music we play. Yeah, be sure to voice your choice Thursday nights with John Hart. He'll play four brand new releases and ask for your opinion on those releases. Voice your choice Thursday nights, starting at 7, only on FM Country GNA. There's only one. ...by the committee to elect Frangelo. Good morning, Clarksburg, Massachusetts. How are you? The FM Country weather forecast, a little drizzle early this morning. Skies will brighten this afternoon, high near 60. Cloudy periods and cool tonight. And again tomorrow, chance of some showers again. Our low tonight about 4. 45, high tomorrow, 55. Right now, still cloudy skies, little drizzle, and 50 degrees. Today's country, FM country, GNA, with Larry Gatlin, the Gatlin Brothers Band. Well, if Hugh O'Brien has his way, Wyatt Earp will become an Eastern Western. Of course, he's the actor that played Marshall Earp on TV years ago, and he thinks that China should buy the old TV series. He says each episode has a moral, and he hopes that those stories may at last be told again, or at least until the residuals last. Diesel power. 1077 FM Country, GNA, Dolly from 1979. Let's go back to 66 with Nat Stuckey. 
1077 FM Country, GNA Nat Stucky. And Sweet Thang and Cisco, 22 now before 8 o'clock. Chris on the radio, 50 degrees, a little drizzle this morning. Could be slick in spots. Please drive carefully. It huh? takes us to County Republican Committee. Good morning, Fort Johnson, your FM Country weather forecast. A little drizzle early this morning. We'll get brightening skies this afternoon. High near 60. Cloudy periods, cool tonight and again tomorrow. There's still a chance of some showers. Low tonight, 45. And our high tomorrow, about 55. Right now, we do have light drizzle, cloudy skies, of course. 50 degrees. Today's country, FM country, GNA Mobandy. Woman, your love. 18 minutes before 8 o'clock. Going up on Rocky Top. Maybe it's not raining up there. Here's Terry Gibbs in stereo from GNA. 1077 FM country, GNA. Dave Rowland sweetened with a little sugar there from 1981 and fool by your side. I wonder if he knows that, that could be hazardous to your health, especially when you've got two young ladies there. It is a cloudy 50-degree drizzly Wednesday, uh, Tuesday morning. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. A Tuesday morning here. Drive carefully. Going to be slick on the way in. You might want to leave yourself a little extra time and, uh, and a little extra room. Front of the, be between you and the guy ahead of you. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, speaking of the guy ahead of me, CK, he's probably fast asleep by now. He uh, He's found a way to keep his average up at bowling on Monday nights. Yeah. CK bowls the first two games and then goes home. <laughs> Let's his average take care of the third one. That's that's one way to do it. I'm, I'm going to try that starting next week myself. Ubley County voters, this is... Yeah. FM Country, GNA. Today's country in stereo. I'm not turning away. I'm going straight. I'm going straight. Here's George Strait. Any old time. Long play country this week. Today's country. FM Country, GNA. What good music that is from George Strait. That's called Any Old Time. Here's the number one song this week at the top of our stereo country survey. John Schneider will take us up to news with Colleen Connery with I've Been Around Enough to Know. In the Albany area, your nationwide agent is Michael Atanasio. You can reach Mike at Pine West 3, phone 456-8460. The weather for Eastern East. Here's Chris Warren. Yes, he survived another night of bowling. Isn't it amazing, friends? It's uh, six and a half minutes after eight o'clock. Here's Exile. From earlier this year in stereo. 1077 FM Country, GNA. Some more Today's Country with David Allen Cole. No. Today's country, FM country, GNA. That man is celebrating. David Allen Cole, and it's great to be single again. 12 minutes after 8 o'clock with Chris. And uh, kind of a quiet night last night in the hockey leagues. No games, neither the AHL or the NHL. In NFL action last night, Rams beat the Falcons 24-10. to Rick James is happy this morning. Got details on that and more coming up on Sports at 45. Here's Deborah Allen. This is brand new.